Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 636. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about can millennials ever save enough to retire? This came as a listener question from Kat. And she was really concerned because she read an article which she sent to me. And in that article, it talked about how a study had been done and how it was projecting that millennials were actually going to need to save 40% annually over the next 30 years in order to be able to retire. And she was very concerned that she wouldn't be able to save enough or invest well enough because it was also projecting that future returns of the stock market would not match the 10% historical returns of the stock market. And returns would be something like three to 5%, less 2% for inflation, offering about a 3% real return in one study, and in another study, offering about a 1.8% average annual return, or even worse, So she got pretty down in the dumps seeing this information and feeling like, how could she ever save enough and invest enough to have a comfortable retirement? So I read this article and a few things stood out to me right away. First of all, this was academic research. And there was a professor, I won't say her name, a professor of insurance risk management and business economics and public policy. She was the one that was saying that millennials will need to save 40% annually over the next 30 years in order to retire at age 65. Well, first of all, an academic who is able to rely on organizations to predict the future returns of the stock market is just already a little suspicious to me. If you've read my book, you know that I believe the stock market moves in cycles and peaks in bubbles and that this has happened over and over and over again. So for someone to say that the stock market was going to have lower average annual returns without really having a great reason for that, well, it makes me a little bit suspicious. But then when I read that she recommended a specific investment as a cure for all of this, red flags really went up. And then when I saw that this was a study that was paid for by a life insurance company, it all made sense. This reminded me of a conflict of interest that was inherent in this study because it was done by a life insurance company, which caused this person to recommend fixed annuities as the end-all be-all solution to this problem. Let me tell you why annuities are not the solution. First of all, you may not be familiar with annuities, but what annuities do is they will pay you an income for the rest of your life. 
But the problem is that number that they pay you does not increase for inflation, number one. So over time, your purchasing power goes down and down and down. And number two, fixed annuities are dependent on a fixed rate of return. With interest rates at historic lows, if you were able to get a 1% or a 2% return on a fixed annuity, even if it was guaranteed for the rest of your life, if it was a $500 a month payment, it's not going to be enough to give you a great retirement, not now, not in the future, even if it lasts your entire life. And 20 or 30 years from now, it's going to buy a lot fewer goods because of inflation. So to recommend something that is reliant on low interest rates as the end-all cure-all to this problem was a huge red flag to me and something that really doesn't make sense to someone who understands annuities. Now, in these studies, it didn't give great reasons for why these returns were expected to be so much lower in the future. But I did notice that Vanguard was also one of the studies that did a survey about future returns in the stock market. And rather than a 1.8% average annual return, Vanguard came up with very different numbers. In the Vanguard forecast for the next 10 years, global equities outside of the US, they predicted would return 65 to 8.5%. Now, while that's not the 10% that we're used to, that's not a bad return and it probably is good enough to get you to your retirement numbers. They also predicted in the United States, equities here for the next 10 years would average 3.5% to 5.5% and US real estate investment trusts would average about 25 to 4.5% growth for the next 10 years. They didn't go into a lot of detail about why that is, but let me tell you why I don't agree with that. But first, let me give you some assumptions because here is where we could get really off track. We could get really off track if somehow taxes went to 80% or 90% of your income. Of course, companies aren't going to be as profitable and that definitely would drag stock market prices down. But assuming that we were still in a capitalistic market society, the way I see it, the stock market would rise from here and probably at a 10% rate or even better. As you may know, the S&P 500 has been up 12% per year over the last five years. So it's actually doing better than that. Some people say because it's done better, on average, it has to do a little less better so that it can average out to 10%. Well, maybe, but here's the thing. What drives the stock market is company earnings, or you might call it profitability. What makes a company profitable is how much money goes to their bottom line. How much money are they making after they sell something? So they can either reduce the amount of expenses that they have or increase the revenues that they have. And here's what we know. We're getting more efficient because of technology. We're able to work with fewer employees because of technology which will reduce expenses dramatically in the future and should make a lot of companies more profitable, not less profitable, because they won't have employees to pay. They won't have retirement plans to pay. They won't have health insurance to pay for those people. And if we can keep the tax rate at a steady to lower rate, 
then that would allow more profitability to go to the bottom line, which ultimately would drive the stock prices higher. So in my opinion, as long as we have capitalism, not socialism, the formula still works. Now, if we dramatically change our formula, then all bets are off because I can't predict exactly what that would look like if we had super high taxes and people weren't incented to work very hard because all their money was going to go to pay taxes. It's a real disincentive rather than the incentive economy that we have now. So first of all, Kat, I wanna say thank you for bringing this to my attention because you're not the first to actually tell me that people feel very, very discouraged about their future and their ability to retire. But here's what I want you to really hear. Don't ever let anyone close that door on your future and paint you a dark picture. Don't ever give anyone that power because the moment you do, the moment you buy into that, you're creating your reality with your thoughts and your expectations. And the most powerful thing you have is your imagination and your creativity to create a fabulous life for yourself and a beautiful future. You control your life. You control your vision. You control your reality. Your thoughts are the most important part of that. I've talked about mindset a lot and I start with step number one to wealth being creating a wealthy mindset because everything, everything on this planet was created from a thought. So when I see people painting dark pictures out there and telling you you can't do it, it's impossible, making it seem like it's inachievable for you, it really upsets me. So I want you to know, I definitely think you can achieve your goals. I definitely think you can find those rates of returns that are going to provide you with the compounding to get your money to work harder so that you can retire comfortably. I absolutely do see tons of opportunity to do even better than the average market returns. And those are some of the sectors that I mentioned here on the podcast that I think have fast growing rates and bright futures, whether that's the precious metals that I just talked about in the last episode, whether that's cannabis stocks, which we haven't even seen get legalized yet for medical uses that are spectacular and able to solve all kinds of issues from dissolving cysts to calming animals and calming human anxiety to stopping seizures. And we have all kinds of new exciting technology that's in our future, kinds of new energy coming, kinds of new cars and mobile devices, travel devices, all kinds of technology that is just about to be unleashed. So rather than feeling depressed and like you're not going to be given a chance and you just should give up, I want you to be more excited than ever. I want you to get a solid vision of what you want your future to be, how you want to live, where you want to live, and the goals that you have for yourself along the way. You're already saving and you're receiving a match in your 401k, so good for you. And over time, as you're given raises and you earn more money, you'll be able to put more money away. You'll be able to save more. And I would just say, make sure that you're earning the most that you can right now too. And I've done podcasts about that where 
people are actually able to get 25, 30 to 50% raises by going to new companies because the unemployment rate is so low right now that labor is really needed at certain companies and you can get paid a lot more at certain other companies. So maximize your earning potential, continue to save and invest, keep learning about investing so that you can really get your money working harder for you and compounding at those higher rates because I know those higher rates are going to be there. So Kat, you have nothing to fear but fear itself. And remember, fear and gratitude cannot exist in your mind at the same time. So I want you to start thinking about all of the things you have that you're grateful for. I want you to think about raising your vibration. I want you to start thinking positive and think you can instead of you can't. And if you need some help with some of those things, pick up the Wealth Heiress book because I talk about all of that in the Wealth Heiress book. I don't see any reason why you can't have a fabulously successful financial life and all I and you need is for you to believe that too. Because creating a wealthy mindset is all about believing with certainty. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit that subscribe button and you'll be updated as soon as new podcasts are available three times a week so you don't miss one of them. And in the show notes, I've got our winners of our review contest. So check it out and see if you won a signed copy of my Wealth Heiress book or a wealth mentoring session with me. And if you'd like to learn more about investing and be in my inner investing circle, the Be Wealthy and Smart VIP experience, answer a few questions in the questionnaire in the show notes, and I'll set up a time for us to talk. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.